வெல்கம் டு கிரியேட்டிங் வெல் த்ரூ பேசிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் பாட்காஸ்ட் இன் திஸ் ஷோ வி வில் டிஸ்கஸ் அபவுட் பெஸ்ட் அண்ட் வர்ஸ்ட் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்சஸ் அபவுட் பேசிவ் அண்ட் ஆக்டிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் அண்ட் ஐ எம் யுவர் ஹோஸ்ட் ராமகிருஷ்ணா லெஸ் பிகின் த ஷோ டுடேஸ் அவர் கெஸ்ட் இஸ் கோபி ஃப்ரேயர் ஃப்ரம் மவுண்டன் பிரிட்ஜ் கேபிட்டல் வெல்கம் கோபி Thank you, Rama, for having me on. Appreciate the opportunity. Sure. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, would you share a little bit about your background, Kobe? Um, I uh, started in, in uh, civil engineering over uh, 20 years ago. And uh, over the years, I uh, became a civil engineering manager in my current capacity where I work. I manage large million-plus construction projects and manage a, a department of maintenance staff. Over time, I, I figured out that uh, this wasn't my passion or my pursuit. So I started looking in, into single family and, and businesses. We looked at a number of businesses, came back to, to looking at uh, single family properties, did the BRRRR strategy, buy, uh, rehab, refinance, repeat. Did that a couple of times. Also bought a couple of turnkeys before that. About uh, 2009, well, 2020, I guess, um, when COVID hit, the market we were looking at in Alabama sort of dried up and um, with the housing. And, and I had been looking at multifamily for a number of years anyway. But at that point, I really decided to, to dive in and um, make that my, my future goal. and and my purpose and looked into getting a coach met met uh, Jens Nilsson w- with Open Doors Capital he's my coach partner mentor just taken off from there got a uh, this year starting in uh, May we we got a 12 unit closed in Albuquerque New Mexico after looking at tons of properties hun- literally hundreds of properties here in I I'm in Tucson Arizona we had been looking here and and uh, came across this opportunity through through our network in Albuquerque and now we're uh working on a on a larger property portfolio in in Las Cruces New Mexico so it's been a been a cool journey and um uh, a lot happening in the last uh 12 months or so that's that's just really exciting got it yeah and thank you thanks for sharing your background uh, i really appreciate it uh, would you share your investment philosophy Yeah, so our philosophy is, you know, it it's similar to where I started with with the burst strategy on on um single family properties, really find properties that that need value or a value add and um more more heavy lift properties. We look at C class or 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 B. We're focusing 100 plus right now, but um, you know, 50 50 plus units, I guess would be main criteria. But um yeah, value value add, we want to want to pro- find a property undervalued which is very difficult in this market right now but our strategy is to to go in and and you know like a lot of people and do do renovations get the property fully stabilized and rented and then get the values up refinance within 3 to 5 years and then long term hold you know we we don't want to sell the properties we want to at least a 10 year hold on these sell at your 10 and get our investors uh their their money back uh the rest of their money back at that time but the big thing of course is cash flow that's why we love multifamily real estate and it's why it's so enduring over time because you have that cash flow coming in that that allows you to continue operating and at the same time you you can refinance and and give give people awesome returns especially on a value add property yeah cool would you also share your breakthrough moment in real estate and multifamily space 
I would say my breakthrough moment was um, when we got our, uh, when I was um, looking for properties and the one came available in Albuquerque and we had been really focused on more B class and maybe C plus. And then uh, this one came along and was more of a, a solid C and 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 the demographic was was something that I wasn't used to. We we were focusing on on a um, more I would say more of a B class demographic. But it opened my eyes to to the opportunities in the lower demographics, especially with regards to subsidized housing and that sort of thing, and how how um, stable that can be, and also recession resistant. So we probably something I wouldn't have looked at beforehand, but that was a real turning point for me in finding a new opportunity to invest that I really hadn't looked at before. And 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 finding a strategy to make a deal work instead of um, instead of finding reasons that it won't work. So that was huge. Got it. Is that the 12 units in New Mexico? Uh, correct. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, sure. Thank you. So, what do you share? Like the how? How did you source that deal? So that came through our network. Uh, one of our one of my um, one of the people in the network. His name is uh, Josh, and uh, he he actually I'd been talking to him, and and he he had been telling me about a few properties there in Albuquerque, and then this one came along, and, and uh, he helped me to to realize the value in it. So it, it was through networking, basically. Got it. How did you underwrite that deal? What's your assumptions, business plan, exit criteria? So yeah, um, the the underwrite. This was a property that was really good condition when we came in. It didn't need a lot of work. Um, I guess that was sort of a a thing that we we hadn't been looking at either as properties like this. Our strategy was really to get a property and and get in the in the game. And this one made a lot of sense just because it was ready to go, didn't require a lot of rehab. The owner had put a lot of money into it. We didn't buy it at a huge value add, but it was um, a really good property to get into. And we realized that there was an awesome potential for rent increases uh, with our business plan. That, that we had looking at uh, something that most people had passed by, but subsidized housing is pretty common, but there's also nonprofit groups or charitable groups out there that you can go to that will fill these units and and the rents are were very attractive and, and made the deal work. So we underwrote it use, using those higher rents. And our plan is over time to fill each of these units with that, with this um, uh, grant funded housing and, um, get a master lease and contract. And we feel it's going to be very, like I said, we're very recession resistant and a great investment over time. Got it. So what kind of renovations here plan you do and how much higher rents or rent bumps you're planning to achieve? How, how long are you planning to hold it? Yeah. So the, the rent increases we expect are, are $100. There's, there's very high rental demand in general in Albuquerque anyway, um, like, like a lot of places. So that hasn't really been an issue. Re- renovations as as needed with each of the units. We, you know, as people move out, so far they've been very minimal. We've done some cleaning, um, some touch up on paint, but um, like I said, the property's in very good condition. And so as as the units are becoming vacant, we're we're putting um, these new tenants in there through this program and and raising the rent. And once we get it. Uh, 50% occupied with these folks. We're going to have a full-time a full-time care staff there for for these folks and um, that will occupy one of the units and we'll also be paying rent. And at that point we're planning on doing the master lease which would be like a month a one-year lease agreement with with 
pretty much guaranteed rent. So if somebody moves out, um, we still have the rent coming in, which is really attractive. How that works? You mentioned about master leases. So would you share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So a master lease is basically a contract and you put all of the, the details of, of the lease in there. Who who's responsible for what. We're still in the progress of working that out. I, I've seen a draft version, but it basically describes the maintenance and how the payments are made. If the tenant moves out, what happens, all those sorts of things. So typically they're they're one year um, to start with, but but there are five-year, 10-year master leases um, that I've seen here in Tucson. Um, and then they, they put in a rent escalator in those uh, to cover rent increases over time, which is really nice. But a lot of times they cover the maintenance, basically run run the whole property. Um, so at that point, we we wouldn't be responsible for maintaining it. Just we would, you know, basically get the income from the master lease agreement, and it would wouldn't be by the tenant. It would be through through the program. It would be one payment basically a month. So we wouldn't be getting multiple rent payments, which is really cool. Okay, so sh- sh- share me a little bit more about that program. Yeah, so it's a charitable organization for people that are down and out, maybe families that have been separated, uh, maybe the, the father or the mother, um, they need a place to live, All homeless, it could be homeless uh, people. And, and it, it's just, it's a program to give them a place to live basically temporarily until they can get back on their on their feet. And, and like I said, it's, it's pretty much guaranteed rent for the year for each, for each of these folks that, that they bring in, even if they move out. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. So did you, did you perform any kind of sensitivity analysis on this deal? Uh, yes, we did. We looked at, you know, what, what would happen if, you know, over 50% moved out. Uh, it looked like uh, 30 to 50%. We were still cash flowing positive. We looked at uh, interest rate increases, all those sorts of things were factored in into the deal. Um, it still worked. Um, we've got some conservative assumptions that we're using as far as taxes, we think. And we, you know, in New Mexico, there's there are certain times that um, taxes don't go up as much as, as, as you think they would. So we factored that into the deal as well uh, to be just to be conservative. Yeah. Thank you. And so would you share any of your best uh, real estate investing experience so far? Definitely the deal we're working on now in um, Southern New Mexico, it's uh, a larger property. Um, I can't, like I said, I can't go into too many details, but um, just the overall uh, we're in a 506B offering, but it, it's just uh, been a huge opportunity for to get experience in syndications and all assets of the business, the capital raise side, the finding, you know, underwriting the deal, the due diligence uh, was huge because it's a larger property. Um, really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed the networking, working with with a team of people to bring that together. And um, that that's what I love best about this business is is the team. And, you know, with single family and smaller multi, a lot of times that's us. That's a lone person sport. And um, having the team behind you is huge. There's a lot more energy, a lot more, you know, there's a lot of people a lot smarter than me that are that are out there and and making making the deals work, which which has been really fun. Definitely the best best uh, experience so far. Got it. And thank you. So would you also share any of your challenging experiences? Yeah, definitely. Um, right now is a probably 
the hugest challenge is, is the capital raise side. Um, trying to get to the closing table is hugely ch- challenging and a lot harder than, than I could have ever imagined. But, um, but it, it gets me out of bed and I love, I love meeting the challenge every day and trying, trying to network and find, find new investors, new, you know, and new partners. We're constantly looking for, for new partners and, and um, just trying to get, get the deal across the finish line. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. So what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now? Uh, current focus. Yeah. Really just um, trying to close this deal, get investors finding capital. That, that's our, our biggest challenge and biggest goal right now is to just get to the finish line. Got it. So any one advice that have impact on you, Kobe? The biggest advice that I've I've probably um, had was was to try to look at um, the good things that can happen and not try to focus on the good. I see a lot. I meet a lot of people that focus on the negative side and what could go wrong, and that's very important, especially certain parts of a deal like due diligence. But but I think you've got to be able to focus on the good and the positive too. I believe Rod Cleef uh, uh, talks about that a lot. Try to really focus on on the positive things that can happen. Um, and it's just, it's a mindset thing. It gets your mind focused, right? And um, you're trying, I think more than anything, you're trying to find solutions to problems rather than trying to find ways to get out of something, which I think is is huge in this business. Got it. Yeah. Any books that impacted your life and what? Way? Oh, yeah. Um, of course, uh, probably the first book uh, that really got me started on this journey, uh, similar to a lot of people. I know a lot of people read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mine was um, Second Chance by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, that book really uh, set something off in me that and um, changed my my whole direction in my life, basically, at that point. And that's when I really started looking at, at real estate and business and and trying to to find a way. And I think I found that through that. Um, that's been a major book. There's been a lot of books as far as real estate too, but um, uh, one another powerful book has been Millionaire Real Estate Investor. I really enjoyed that one. Burr by David Green. Uh, those are a few of them. Got it. Yeah. How are you giving back to community? Oh yeah, in, in a few ways. I'm really happy with our you know our deal in Albuquerque and even this one we're working on in, in uh, southern New Mexico. Um, we have a lot of opportunity to help help folks and families that that need need housing, need a place to live, um, especially the, the homeless um, and, the, and the charitable group. But in my current position as a, as a manager, I deal a lot with, with the homeless population and see the impact it has on them daily with cleaning up the trash and, and cleaning up homeless camps. But uh, it's nice to really be on the other side of that and helping them to find affordable house, to find housing and to find, find a way off the street, which I, th- I think is a, a very big problem in our society right now that, that needs a lot of attention. Yeah, got it. Yeah, appreciate it for doing that. Yeah, and how can listeners can connect with you, Kobe? Yeah, a few ways. Um, connect with me by email, uh, colby at mountainbridgecapital.com. Also, my website is www.mountainbridgecapital.com. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. And Facebook, uh, love to love to chat and share share my story and see how how I could add value. Especially, I love talking to newer investors and and, and experienced people alike. Um, I'm very pa- passionate about learning and helping other people 
to, to learn about the business. Got it. And thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kobe. Thanks for adding value to the show. Awesome. Thank you, man. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.